Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with the OnlyFans scandal that has the internet up in arms and the hottest sex tattoos out there. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist and we'll hear some confessions, really questions and sex stories from you guys. Also, if you like the show, please do us a huge favor and go to iTunes to leave a review. I'd so appreciate it. All right now, let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Welcome to another lovely Sunday. <laughs> Who am I here with? Monody Baker. Monody Baker, the boner maker. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Are you making any boners? Are you no. baking any boners? Um, <laughs> not, not in person that I know of. <laughs> You're just like online. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending some nudes of mine. <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. No, 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 no. I'm not. Well, uh, oh, there's the yeah. look at you. <laughs> Look at you. She's like, no, no, I'm not sending any nudes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just sending, I'm making some virtual boners left yeah, and right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, have you been making any boners? Uh, <laughs> not intentionally. So. Well, yeah, you have a whole Instagram account of basically complete for boners yeah you're you're you should be called the boner maker what is no, this is backwards oh no not at all well blessed be the pussy <laughs> he is risen may she open to your touch <laughs> because yeah she makes a boner but she also deserves the boner so <laughs> well <laughs> I, don't even know. I don't even know what that means anymore <laughs> oh man we're we're off to a slippery start here we are, we are. I'm, I'm in a really funny mood this week. I, I had tons of work to do, and I'm just like, I hadn't had sex in a week, which I know is not crazy long, but I'm a little bit like, dude, I probably should just have sex so my <laughs> my hormones <laughs> balance each oh, other boy. out again or something. <laughs> is that what it is takes? That is, that your, is that what it's like taking a vitamin? You need to have sex to, to just level you out. Did we talk about sex addiction last week for a second? Did we? Well, I think there was a question in the confessions where dude was like, oh, I don't feel anything anymore because I'm right. having so much sex. And then I think I said sex addiction for just a second. And I thought about it actually a little bit more. Do you think you're a sex addict? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> was that convincing? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not a sex addict. But I had phases. Right. Um, And I think a couple of years ago. It probably there was a short stint where I would say maybe a little bit of an addiction, not an addiction per se, as in like I have to do it and I'm fucking 10 men right. a night and whatever the fuck, but just using it as a crutch for, you know, to feel to get that kind of to get lost in a moment or to to not have to think about anything else. Right. Because when I have sex, I get into this we've talked about this so many times before, but I get into this headspace where I'm so in the moment. Yeah. And I'm so there with my partner and 
nothing else exists around me. Right. So it can so, be a form of escapism or just a pacifier. It can. Really. Yeah. yeah, it can. I mean, which which is hard to say because in some kind of a sense, it's like a healthy way normally, right? To yeah. To like feel good and feel connected to your partner and um, to feel your body and have an orgasm and have so many health benefits you yeah know? yeah totally but i think when it is this thing where you're like i gotta have sex again right just to like feel balanced like i just said it right now as a joke yeah, but yeah, I yeah. Think then it becomes interesting in how you use it right maybe it's a little bit like sports actually you know how people get like addicted to running or something yeah and then they jog all the time right. it's a little bit like that it's like a healthy thing to do right but you can still rely on it a little too much totally totally and let's be honest i mean if you're doing it right it feels good so oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <There's> <laughs> very <that>. much so <laughs> <laughs> oh but actually that's the funny thing i didn't have sex last week but i tried some sex magic because we talked about it last episode oh yeah did it did a and briefcase dude, of it- cash show up on your doorstep not yet, but <laughs> I only I only tried it twice, and I think it's a little complicated. So if people haven't listened to last week's episode, we were talking about sex magic. Uh, you set an intention, and then you masturbate to it in order to manifest it. Um, and I really didn't do it as they described. Right. I just, like, masturbated, and before I started, I kind of, like, put something in my mind, and I was like, okay... But it's really hard to keep on thinking about this. Yeah. And it kind of is not so comfortable. I was just like, oh, I don't want to keep on thinking about like, I didn't use money. But like, let's say it would be the intention of like, I want to have like, get this job or something. And then you're masturbating. And I was just like, this is not how this is supposed to be. Yeah, I would find that a little distracting, I think. Yeah, I mean, if I do get my wish fulfilled next week, I'm going to shut the fuck up. But so far, (laughs) but maybe it's a numbers game. (laughs) All right. Well, we there's still there's still uh, a window for this sex magic to work. So we'll we'll wait patiently and see if all your dreams come true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Maybe I mean, I have to do it more often than twice. That could be maybe reality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how quick magic works, but there could be a benefit in like doing it more often. Or maybe it's more effective if you're having actually having sex with someone else. Maybe. <laughs> so that will <laughs> more incentive incentive to have more sex seriously just give me a few days and then i will try it (laughs) okay oh (laughs) what's new with you baby (laughs) i have a date yeah (laughs) okay all right uh i i also i'm yeah i'm starting to branch out a little more and find people that I might potentially be interested in. Um, I love this. And you do this in like a really particular way. And I was like, so like kind of impressed and stunned. So just because you started reaching out to people. Well, yeah. I mean, so (laughs) I have this acquaintance that we've never met in person, but we've worked together from a distance. um, And he always seemed interesting. And then my friend randomly hit me up like, hey, you, you know this guy, right? Um, cause she came across him on a dating app. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know he was single. <laughs> so then I hit him up like, Hey, I, I, my friend saw you on this dating app and then said like, if you ever want to grab a drink or something, let me know. Um, I love this. 
<laughs> I so love this. I'm not bashful. Because it's so proactive. Yeah, I'm not bashful about making a first move. I've, I've always been like, ah, like straightforward. Like maybe more like a guy would approach a situation. Or no, not always. Guys aren't always the most straightforward, but I'm not bashful. No, but, to- most of, but most of the time, right? Like a guy's like, hey, you want to grab a drink? And you're like, yeah, okay. But I think it's also, I like the way you go about it, even with your friend, where you're just like, have you ever thought about dating me? Or yeah. it's just like cool because you're just like, <laughs> hey, you're going through your Rolodex in your mind and you're like, who is there that I've met already who could potentially be a partner? Oh, fully. I think, well, I think when you go, when you go through a breakup, like that's, that crosses, at least it crosses my mind. I like think through like, could I date him? Could I date him? Because it's easier if you already know them rather than going out and searching for someone. I have never thought about that in my life. Really? In my life. I'm always like, I'm going to meet somebody completely new. I'm like, I don't. It's really weird that I haven't really done that. Oh, wild. Cause there, Maybe I should now. Yeah, you should think about... Because, like, I mean, in some instances, the, there might not be that romantic chemistry, but you never you never know. It's true. And also, when you meet people in different times in your life, it's also different. Yeah. You know? Um, just, it could be. I mean, I actually... I was dating somebody for a little bit. I met, But I met him seven years prior you know, and we like kind of hung out during those seven years. Like, but I was dating somebody and like, yeah, he was dating somebody at this point. And then we met again and I was like, oh, I really fucking like you. Yeah, so exactly. I guess it can happen if you're just like, yeah, timing. And, and well, absolutely. I, I haven't the guy I'm going on a date with today. Actually, I've, I haven't we haven't met in person, but does he know how you look like? Oh, yeah. 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 OK, OK. Yeah. Why was there a Zoom call? Like, how does he know how you look like? Oh no, because he oh your he website. followed me on Instagram or whatever, and that's how oh. we started working. I did an album cover for him, so he yeah he knows what I look like. Okay, so he clear. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, okay, it's not sense just now. a blind like I could be. <laughs> how funny would yeah. that be? Can you imagine a blind blind date? I'd be so. I mean, I don't does well, that's an interesting thought like i don't think that exists anymore with social media like you can look up <laughs> yeah you could either instagram yeah. yeah the the even if your friend is like hey check out my friend they always show photos oh totally oh man that's interesting to think about would that i mean that'd be just such a gamble but i guess we're just getting so used to seeing so many photos of people beforehand right that and that is it's not as bizarre as we might think it is right and what we come up with stories in our heads about who this person is before we meet them. And then I think that leaves more room to be disappointed or set up these expectations that aren't realistic. You know? Yeah. And also the way we present ourselves on social is media is so curated. Has, yeah. And that's a little to do with who we actually are. So like the ideas that you get from when you see them are just not true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's personally Sucker. worked worked against me. Like people, my people in the, the past I may have dated may have put me on this pedestal, thinking I was one thing. And then, I mean, we're all human and we have our flaws, and they just of course, you know, yeah. But I mean, you know, we talked about this a little bit. I don't know if last week, but um, 
I mean, when I start, when people that I date see my account, they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a thousand things that come up, you know, right, depending I'm on sure. the guy and depending on what he wants in life, you know. I think the guys that are looking for something more serious, we always have kind of conversations. They're like, so how does this work? Right. Like, this totally. Go? You know, they're just like crying, trying to measure um how safe i am i think right you know, as a partner or as a potential partner or totally um which i totally get the other way around i was thought would be so funny <laughs> if you went what? on a date with someone who was like a male model with mostly nudes well you know if a guy if i would date somebody who a guy who writes erotica online right. i think i'd be like that's real odd yeah <laughs> Which is so hypocritical, you know, because I should be like, oh, wow, that's super fascinating that you do that. But totally. You guys could write erotica uh, together and play different parts. Oh, I was dating a guy for a while, actually, who also wrote poetry. Um, but other poetry, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Not sex poetry. And it was kind of interesting. It was interesting to like have that um, component in a relationship where you can read to each other and like totally. talk about writing and bounce stuff. ideas so that was and stuff. Kinda... totally yeah <laughs> well <laughs> well <laughs> kind of went all over the place there And now we're going to go to our gospel. Ooh, the gospel. The gospel. And the gospel is sex news. And today we're going to do a little newsroom. A sex newsroom. Okay. So we're going to cover a few stories that uh, okay. happened last week. Got it. Um, in the world of sex. And we're going to start in canada okay what's going on in canada <laughs> well in canada do you remember i mean i thought that this is gonna be i thought we already had all the health advisories there is for covid from yeah. all the governments but now canada months later after new york and after all this crazy shit that we heard from switzerland and denmark or whatever now canada's lead medical doctor said that people should wear masks during sex and avoid kissing <laughs> because <laughs> oh, because the lowest risk sexual activity during COVID-19 involves yourself alone, right? <laughs> but if you still choose to engage, this is a quote, in an in-person sexual encounter, you should avoid face-to-face -face contact or closeness. <laughs> Boring. Which is like the definition of horrible sex, clearly. Yeah. Do you think there's a single person who had sex with a mask on? I bet there's someone out there. I don't know. It just without the kink, without the kink, because well, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, my, my, my mind didn't go there. Uh, <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I just assume that there's like paranoid people that still want to get it on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but if you're paranoid, you're not gonna have sex. Yeah, I feel like strictly, feel like strictly doggy out. style. <laughs> Exactly, as we heard, or reverse cowgirl. Oh, yeah. The two um, favorite positions. Well, those are actually the only two positions um, Swiss sex workers were allowed to do when they started opening the brothels in what? Switzerland. Yeah, it was so bizarre. This 
this COVID lockdown situation, apart from everything else, has done like a real number, I think, on sexual encounters. <laughs> I guess so. And sex work. And sex work. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, th- the world in general. But yes, definitely. Of course. <laughs> of course. This is a sex podcast, people. We're not going to talk about the economic implications no. of COVID-19, which are massive, or the political. And just like the world of sex, it's been actually such a fascinating year because I think a lot of people either were very lonely because isolated, right? Uh-huh. But then we also read about all these numbers that people are actually having, like couples that are quarantined together had not that much sex. Yeah, either. exactly. It's a bad year for sex, people. I 2020. I know. <laughs> there might not be many babies in 2021. Even though everybody said that it would happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, we'll see about I mean, that. I had, I had good amount of sex. Like, I don't feel like I really count in this statistic. <laughs> so the next news is, so in Germany, prostitution is legal, right? Uh-huh. Um, but since March, they banned prostitution. So it's illegal at the moment. Okay, yeah. yeah. To be a sex worker. Right. So they were NPR that this whole um, segment about all these sex workers in Hamburg. Because Hamburg has like one of the biggest red light districts in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so fascinating to me. Actually, I've been to Hamburg. It's such a weird thing there because there's one street. So there's a whole district that's all red light. But there's one street where no women are allowed to go. What? There's little... I, I wanted to, like, sue the city or something. There's barricades. So only men can go through that street. And there's security. Because there's all these sex workers inside. And the dudes go and pick them up or whatever. Or go into the brothels. And women are not allowed to go. Oh. Crazy. Isn't that fucking Crazy. There's a street that you're not allowed to go on fuck? as a woman. And also, maybe, I, are they scared like a woman's going to see her go like try and track her partner down? It's like an extra secret thing. So men have like I, the security of their lady. Yeah, or is it competition? Out. Like they don't want to see any other women there. But what if I want to get a prostitute as a woman? Yeah, there you go. I mean, why can I not go on this fucking street? I was like so, I couldn't believe it. I was like standing there being so enraged. I'm like, why can I not go into the sex street? Like, (laughs) me! That is all the fucking sex street. Also, people could confuse, like, if if you have civilians and prostitutes on, I'm not the prostitutes aren't civilians, but on the same street, then guys, I think it makes it very clear. Like any female on the street is available for hire. Yeah. Okay. So you, there is yeah. less of a guessing game. Like you don't want to walk like, up to like just a stranger and say like, "Hey," and they're not actually trying to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one thing if I show up there in like fucking panties and like a loose top, you know. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it would be so hard to differentiate. It's just a weird, weird thing. But they interviewed all these um, sex workers in Hamburg. And kind of this like economic structure, you know, because brothel owners rent rent the houses, right? And then they um, rent rooms to the sex workers and stuff. And then they were talking about that these sex workers, they had a real protection. You know what I mean? It was le- it's legal work. You know, there's medical right. um, support. There's government support. 
there's legal support, right? You can call the police, actually. And now, because these sex workers are not not working. Right. Let's be fucking honest. So now they're doing it so, under the table. Yes. Yeah. And now they're at actually, like in most other countries, they just have no protection anymore. Right. Huh. Yeah, because they're, 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 they're pushed gonna... into, like, illegal work, you know? Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. That's a shitty situation. It's just really crazy. But this will lead us to our third story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. The next news story concerns the quarantine platform winner, OnlyFans. Oh, boy. <laughs> and OnlyFans, if people don't know what that is, we've talked about it before, but it's a social media platform where fans pay for content. And it's used mainly by sex workers, right? Or like cam girls, basically. Mm-hmm. And you pay a fee for like a month or you can pay them specifically for certain pictures, services, videos or whatever. Right. But what happened last week was that I don't even really know this actress, but I'm probably the only fucking person in the world who doesn't because she has 23 million followers. Actress Bella Thorne. I, um, she Name's familiar. Do you know her? I'll know her if I look up a photo of her one second. Look up a photo of her, but she I think she was like in a Disney show when she was a teenager and now, you know. Yeah, one of those. One of those, exactly. But so she started an OnlyFans mm-hmm. a week ago or so. And within a week, she made $2 million. What? Which is one thing, you know what I mean? But she's Yo. being accused of ruining OnlyFans for sex workers. Because she allegedly scammed people by promising a nude photo that she never posted. So what happened was the girl goes on OnlyFans, makes an account, right? She has yeah. 23 million followers on Insta. Um, she's apparently pansexual, you know. And <laughs> anyways, she's apparently pansexual. And she... Um, promised or she said if you give me two hundred dollars right that was like one of the functions if you pay two hundred dollars you'll get a nude photo for me yeah so people paid these two hundred dollars on OnlyFans to get that photo and the photo that they would get was her covering her boobs like she was holding her boobs so she wasn't actually nude right right so people complained and wanted wanted their money back Right. Oh, shit. So what did OnlyFans do? OnlyFans won't allow people to charge over $50 for anything you're selling. What? Or get tipped over $100, which means it puts like a really low cap on like things that you're selling. Yeah, that's a bummer. Exactly. And so what what's happened now is that all these sex workers went on social media and on Twitter and criticized Bella Thorne over ruining basically their livelihood. Right. Oh, man. Which is an interesting. I mean, it's a bit crazy. Like I I was talking to a friend about it because I was like, this is really hard to imagine now. Right. So we have this actress that goes on this kind of sex platform. Yeah sells things that are not really porny but Mm -hmm. kind of you know she plays with this like idea no it's like playing with that idea and fantasy and taking it on you know because it's cool and like rappers sing about only fans or whatever the fuck um and it's become this cultural phenomenon but now she basically is changing the rules of the platform making it harder for them to make money and i was like okay well Yes, but I'm a little confused about the severity of the backlash, right? Because let me read you a couple of the 
things from the uh-huh. backlash. She's like, girl, imagine being known as the asshole who ruined OnlyFans for sex workers because you don't have a single movie iconic enough to be a different identifier. Bella Thorne needs to pick a struggle <laughs> expeditiously. Then here, somebody wrote, I hope Bella Thorne never has a career ever again. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I know it's crazy. Like, pe- people are so rude. Here, another person. So cute how Bella Thorne made her OnlyFans on a whim without doing an ounce of research on how it would impact the community, and she immediately f- fucked it up for us all. Love that. Yeah. There's a lot of backlash. You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, if it's, if it's these women's, if that's the way they're making money right now, and she completely... My friend said something to me that I thought was super interesting. That the adult industry has always been a pioneer in format revolutions. Oh, for sure. We talked about a few um, examples. There was a time where HD, DVD, and Blu-ray were in competition. Mm -hmm. And then the porn industry was like, okay, we're going to use Blu-ray. And then HD, DVD vanished. Crazy. And then also with VR, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. VR wasn't really embraced um, by, by really entertainment until porn really invested heavily in it and it became more and more and more storytelling right exactly so we know where people's priorities lie (laughs) yeah we do but then actually they get fucked in the back end you know like this uh i mean not in a nice way i was saying literally or figuratively what do you both probably (laughs) wow in both ways they're getting fucked you know uh, for sure yeah, yeah. That, that, i mean that's an unfortunate situation she kind of used the platform in incorrect manner and then everyone else paid for it that sucks i mean it's interesting because she she then apologized because it became so massive of backlash you yeah. know what i mean it's actually even if you went, go on her instagram which i did today just because to be like who's this person um People have been commenting on all her posts like mean shit. What? Mean, oh, mean man. shit. Like she's being really bullied. Anyways, but she tweeted, I'm a mainstream face. And when it, when you have a voice, a platform, you try to use yours in helping others and advocate for something bigger than yourself. Again, in this process, I hurt you. And for that, I'm truly sorry. So she was talking about the sex industry and or the sex work industry, and then in some kind of a sense that she wanted to normalize sex and normalize the platform because she uh, went on it. Right. Okay. You know? So to kind of like, quote unquote, help with the stigma behind sex or something. Right. Huh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. She just wanted to make Making that quick money. two mil. <laughs> Oh, yeah, crazy. I mean, I mean, she didn't know really. I mean, she didn't know that it would ruin the tipping system. But right. I mean, it is also it's literally a scam to be like, I'm going to send you a nude, pay two hundred dollars for it. Oh, and yeah. Then you get I mean, a photo of her yeah. not nude. No, exactly. I actually was thinking about this because I was talking to a friend and her friends. She has two girlfriends that are um, considering doing an OnlyFans. Mm hmm. And I thought it was kind of interesting because we had this conversation with one of the girls and we were talking about like the ins and outs of it. You know, what if you start having an OnlyFans? Does that mean you're a sex worker at this point? Oh, well, it depends on if you're doing like, can you do live videos on there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, but you if, don't have to be you don't have to be nude necessarily. Um, and you right. can sell videos and you can sell photos and stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the nature of your content. Of course. I mean, if you're doing a cooking show on OnlyFans, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, this was not the intent. These girls were intending to put sexual content on, on OnlyFans. But I think not completely being aware or being half aware of that it actually is sex work. You know what right. I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean you're you, when you cross for, the line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you cross the line, there is a line, right? Like, when you get paid for sending somebody a photo of your pussy, which is absolutely okay. But I think you just have to really know what that means. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're getting paid you're a for sex something. Worker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is totally fine, but you have to just be clear on what that means for your life, you know? Right. Oh, well, I mean, because it does mean different things. Totally, totally. I mean, it's unfortunate. Maybe we can have like a bigger conversation about like it is unfortunate that sex work is still so stigmatized that it then means that you might not get another job or something. You know? Totally. Like part of the reason why you have an alias for this show. Correct. And me too. Yeah. Yeah. I rarely really see it just as that because it became so much more about storytelling, I think, mm -hmm. that I wanted people to be, to imagine themselves in my stories that I write so a face would maybe take away from being able to identify because right. it's always so separate from you. But obviously, another point of it was in the beginning that I was like, okay, well, maybe not have my face in nudes on right. the internet. Yeah, because I mean, you never know. You might want to run for president someday and this will sneak up <gasps> Should on you. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can you imagine boy. that scandal? I'm running for president and then this comes out. They're like, oh, wait, you host a podcast every week about sex? <laughs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate that we have to think about these things, especially as women, I think. Yeah. Actually, I read this article that Erica Lust put out Um where she was talking about what kind of conversation she has with first-time porn performers, right? Mm. So she sits them down and she's like, listen, just so you know, after you do this, it can't be erased. Right. Right? You're taking this step and it's a step in towards sex work and it will not be erased. It will change your life. Yeah. And do it only if you're fully aware of that. Right. No, I mean, it's it's very responsible of her to to say that. There's no shame in being a sex worker. Right. No, there it shouldn't, there shouldn't be, be, but... but yeah, but I mean, there, there is maybe... There's a shame, like, there's society so shame yeah, sex workers. Yeah, yes. exactly. Which is so funny because it's the oldest profession in the world. You I have know. to be a prostitute. Right? <laughs> have you actually gone on, on OnlyFans before? No. I mean, it's a massive company, right? I mean, they grew so much this year it is like not even real there was sex workers already saying um things beforehand though where it seemed like that only fans was trying to restrict them and like kind of ban them off the platform trying to like make it a little bit less seedy quote unquote right. more commercial kind of like what this actress was saying right she's like oh i'm coming on only fans in order to normalize it but right. then there's no space for sex work anymore yeah huh it's like Instagram. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's the the age-old argument, but I think it's just so absolutely insane. You can see like a head being chopped off, but a woman having an orgasm is going to be banned. It's like so crazy it's to me. Outrageous. 
The world is yeah. backwards. It really is. You know, it's like violence over pleasure. Right. Man, I can't go on like this. <laughs> we are fighting for our rights. Maybe, maybe well, you should be president. Maybe I should be. Actually, that's really funny because last week we were talking about the Ten Commandments, right? For oh, yeah. Pussy Church, which I started working on actually a little bit. But I would want our listeners to kind of write in and just give some ideas or, you know, or like things that they would want to but be in our rule book, basically. I, I like it. I like it. I want to hear people's ideas. And now we're going to go to our worship section. The worship. The worship. And worship is erotic art. And today, today we're going to talk about sexy tattoos. Oh. Or tattoos that um, have some sexual components in it. Oh, boy. And I'm going to, I'm. I just, I wanted to highlight an artist that I really, really love. Um, and then we're going to look at some of the worst oh, man. <laughs> tattoos I found online. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Get ready, people. Um, so the, the tattoo artist that I really dig, her name is Brit Abad. And on Instagram, it's Plabad or Plabad. I don't know how to say it, really. Um, she's she's located in Portland. And I think she must be in her like early 20s or something. Her work is like kind of colorful and graphic, but she does a lot of queer erotica, basically. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. And so it's it's about the female body and love and sex. Yeah, it's great. It's super simple and it's not like shaded in, well, some, some has some color, but it's mainly simple, just line work, um, which is yeah. lovely. Yeah. So what's the first one I sent you? <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's basically just the outline of an ass bent over with fingers inside it. And I love the mm. there's a red handprint, just an outline of a red outline of a hand on the but it's I love that part. That's awesome. Exactly. So she got spanked and now she's getting fingered. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder, and we'll see that with like the really bad tattoos. I always wonder if you have a sex tattoo, you know, how a partner will react to it when they like address you for the first time. Yeah, I don't think so I'd go there funny. personally. <laughs> well, what what about the other way around? If a dude has like a tattoo of sex, what would you think? Nah. <laughs> really? Nah. If he has the one that we just looked at? You no, know, I wouldn't notice. I mean, sure, great that he's interested in giving a woman pleasure, but no, I wouldn't not be. No. Wow. You? Wow. I don't know. It depends on the dude. I mean, I've I've dated really loony guys, so yeah. I mean, it depends on the guy. <laughs> sure. Like if it if if that's just subtly mixed in like a, a whole sleeve or upper arm sleeve yeah fine but if that's like a prominent thing on his thigh like nah <laughs> what about the second one because that is basically in a sleeve i guess to a certain degree yeah two girls having well doing 69 yeah i like that their socks are on <laughs> there's socks on and then there's a heart over them too it's pretty cute yeah 
<laughs> but the next one is a little bit more subtle because that's like a woman kind of masturbating. Yeah, I, I can't. Is that? Oh, yeah, that is what she's doing. Yeah, yeah that, that one's cool. <laughs> that I wouldn't mind. But like a tattoo of a girl sucking a guy's dick. Nah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a little. I mean, I guess. I guess it really depends, right? Like right. some things you'd be like kind of offended by, and other things you're like, well, that's kind of hot, right? Yeah, I think it's de- uh, totally dependent on the guy. Yeah, like and some- dependent on the person who has the fucking tattoo. To- always, yeah, right? totally. It's very circumstantial. For example, the next one, even though it is cool, <laughs> I would not get a tattoo of. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? <laughs> it's just like a, a outline of a mouth and a tongue sticking out of it, just clearly licking a dripping wet clit. Or, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like a peach, I think. But there is oh I mean, wow, the, okay. I think so the tongue is literally going inside, inside the vagina. Yeah, exactly. Like she's tongue fucking a peach that looks like a vagina. Yeah, that it has that it's dripping. Like there's blue outlines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's clearly, I mean, that's, a, that's bold. That's I mean, a, if that's, that's aggressive for sure. Yeah. 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 And it's also two women. I, th- I mean, I think the mouth is from a woman. Right. Licking another woman's pussy. Right. Exactly. Since it's all queer content. Right. So like we're, we're talking in that direction. Yeah. So what she does, I mean, I think she does really amazing stuff. Also like a little bit more romance based, but definitely sex based. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I totally dig it. I really do. I don't know, of course, the question of like if you meet somebody, but it always will depend on yeah, like yeah. how it works with a person and in the situation. I think I could dig it. I actually think I could dig it somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's a totally dependent on the subject matter of, of the tattoo and where it yeah. is and how big it is and who it is. Like, yeah. I wouldn't but, I wouldn't um, want to show up to grandma's house with that on my arm. That's all I'll say. <laughs> You're like, grandma, look, this is me licking another girl's pussy. <laughs> oh, oh man. my God. <laughs> I am just literally imagining my grandma and like how she would like fall off a chair. Actually, get this story. I told my grandma about the magazine last week. Oh, really? Yeah. How did that go over? It was so funny, man. I mean, not that it was ever a secret, but, you know, grandma might not be the first person to tell that you have an erotica magazine. Right. Um, and a sex podcast and stuff. But I I just like I was like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. You know, my grandma is 80. Like, yeah. why not? I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I like I really stand behind my work. I think it is such powerful work. It's so beautiful to see women embracing their sexuality. So I have no shame. And I think this is part of when we were talking about um, hiding your identity. Right. Um, maybe I do that. But really, I do tell people what I do without shame. Like, I think it's incredible. And oh, I think for it's sure. Feminist. And I have like all my ideas about it. Um, but uh, my grandma, it was so funny. She was like, oh, OK. And then she told me that when she was younger and the first like porn theater opened up in the town that she was from she went with her husband and like her girlfriends and their husbands and they all went together and watched a porn film (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing it's so funny she's like we went to the movies and saw the first porn that was playing all right well i think that tends to be the general reaction when i like bring it up to friends and whatnot like it when you open that door of like, hey, it's okay to o- openly talk about sex, mm. even your yeah. grandma is going to do it. Like, 
it's something exactly. that everyone does that's a part of everyone's life and normally it's just a faux pas so i yeah i think it's interesting that it's i think it's stigmatized more than it needs to be because you realize once you open up that door then everyone has something to say you know I mean, that's my favorite part about it. You yeah. know, if you are not ashamed of it, you can give people really the space, space. and the permission to yeah. like live that, to tell the stories that they haven't told anybody. Right. You know? Or ask the questions or whatever. Totally. Yeah. I think that's really. So, yeah, grandma. Amen. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> And now to um, illustrate basically what kind of tattoos you should not um, oh, show no. grandma. We're going to go through a quick collection of <laughs> of um, tattoos that are not that great. Um, and I want to start with slide three, actually. Oh, I like because it's, slide, it's like we're going through a, a really serious PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> we are. If you examine it slide three. It is the three, worst shit you've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, Mona, what oh. is this tattoo oh, it's your turn to describe one <laughs> i'll let you take this one all right um so this is an anime i think ish yeah um and this girl is bent over i think she's putting something in her pussy yeah and there's anal beads being ripped out of her asshole by this kind of angry looking dude anime guy and <laughs> anime guy yeah and there's like liquid coming out of her butt and stuff it is I mean, I'm sorry. There's nothing pretty about this fucking thing. No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, if I see a dude who has this, I'm probably not going to fuck him. Yeah, no. Definitely I not. I mean, it's outrageous. And then she she has like a shocked face because he's clearly ripping out those beats like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, and aggressive like, oh, like, concrete. <laughs> He's not even like, hey, baby, this is sexy. He's just like, let me hurt you. <laughs> Something weird, man. It's a little crazy. Oh, my God. It's on a man's leg or arm. What do you think is this? We can't really tell. It's I hard can't. to tell. It looks like it's his upper thigh. Oh, God. Can I don't... you imagine? No. Ugh. How drunk were you? I don't know. I... Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. All right, next one. Next one I don't hate totally. It might not be a statement you want to have on your body, but um oh, this one's this one's great actually. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoyed this one. I mean, it's funny. I like the sentiment of it. It's it's the outline of a hand, the no fingers, red covered in blood and underneath it it says love her every day i think it's great i'm like a huge proponent of period sex because i'm very horny during my period and i really don't care um so i totally dig that yeah um not would sure you want it get tattooed, it tattooed on your body no a thousand percent no no would i put um, a print of it on my wall in my house yes yes you're right <laughs> so the next one's it's my turn <laughs> I love this. That's the one I wanted. I love this so much. Can <laughs> you imagine? Oh. What is it? What is it? Tell everybody. Tell us. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Me describing this. Oh my god. It's like just a little cute. It looks like a little fairy tale creature. That's like this cute 
little penis with a little face on it and is just kind of skipping through the forest. <laughs> it's, I, I love cute things. So part of me, like, this is amazing. Would I have it, it tattooed? It is adorable. On, would I have it tattooed on my body? No, but that's the I cutest. I mean, clearly not. Every time you have sex with a new person, you are going to encounter the moment where somebody sees that fucking tattoo and it's going to be like, you want to explain? <laughs> yeah, you better hope you're like married by that point and going to stay married because having new relationships is always going to be a little... I have some explaining to do. And now we're going to go to confessions. Ooh, confessions. Confessions. And confessions are sex stories and questions from you guys and answers from us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to dive right in. And today, it's, I think it's several guys who wrote in today. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay. Um, first one. Is watching lesbian porn good for learning how to please a woman? Yo, that's cool. <laughs> You're like, that's, I thought the idea was so cute. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I mean, what a cute idea is this? Because he's obviously thought about this being like, okay, in mainstream straight porn, the girl doesn't really get much pleasure. So like, how am I supposed to learn? That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I think that's a cool sentiment. A lot of times in just general porn sites, the the women who are in lesbian videos, I don't think they're actually lesbians. No, yeah, no, they're just no. they're just willing to do that. But yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think so too. I think so too. And I, I, I mean, to be honest, maybe watch different kind of porn than the mainstream sites because yeah. then you can see females being pleasured by men and by women you know right. um definitely what will be interesting to see is like how to lick a pussy you know and totally how to finger a girl and stuff like that right. and like until she orgasms you know right. not just quickly so she's a little wet before you put your dick in it yeah you know? that's generally um, what happens in those porn situations yeah exactly right it's just like really quickly like he licks her twice and then he fucks her and you're like that was not oral sex like (laughs) what the fuck was this like (laughs) how all these men get the idea that you come in like a second right and whatever it's so funny anyways watching lesbian porn to please women yeah i think why not i mean try it and also watch some um some other kind of porn watch some alternative porn definitely check out erica lust yep because you can really see like female pleasure is as important as male pleasure in those videos. And so I think it's just more about what you watch. Yeah, exactly. Like what kind of content. Um, and actually a lot of women um, statistically watch lesbian porn on the mainstream platforms, even yeah. if they're straight. Right. Because um, it shows because... females getting pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. All right. Next question. What's the sexiest destination you've been to? Oh, Ooh, Mona, what is the sexiest place you've been to and had sex at, I would think? Well, maybe not sex. Something romantic, erotic. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, there's probably something um, that's a better story than this. But the first thing that comes to mind 
my ex and I went to Italy on vacation last year and uh, we were going out to Capri, which is an amazing island off the coast mm -hmm. of Italy. And there's this arch rock that you pass under that's called um, Lover's Rock. And when you Aww. when you take when you take the boat under it, you're supposed to kiss. And we were on a boat with a bunch of other like tourists going to Capri. And uh, instead of just kissing me, he uh, slid his fingers under my skirt and <gasps> fingered me under it on a boat with yes! a bunch of other people. <laughs> Oh my god, that's wonderful! <laughs> and there's this amazing photo of us after we did that, and he's like, has his arm up in the air, and I'm, I'm just cracking up. Oh my god, that's a that's fucking fantastic! Yeah, uh, what? So that was the first thing that came to mind. My goodness, um, for me, the sexiest destination. Wow, that's difficult. But I actually must say, probably Mexico City because um. I had like a long weekend there and it was just like so I mean I love the city in general but the whole vibe like yeah. we were making out everywhere the food's so good the people are amazing the energy the music yeah. everything was just so on point and like like a the most amazing dream, sexy dream scenario. Oh, yeah. So definitely would recommend um, Mexico City for, for a trip. So <laughs> yeah, oh, that was so sexy. The whole weekend, we had so much sex. I've never even had that much sex, I think. Just like continuously, you know, you, you wake up, then you have breakfast, you have sex. Like, just oh, yeah. Constantly have I'm, sex. Yeah, I've had those trips. It's awesome. Oh, it is just like so lovely. <laughs> I miss I travel. Mean, <laughs> seriously and fucking all day <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like that like that too because when you're just like we were like freshly in love mm -hmm. you know it was just like oh, that yeah. That's what, yeah. like kind of you in italy yeah that you're just like ah yeah this is the best place in the world <laughs> all right last question um can you touch on the sexiest ways guys asked you for consent what a cool question, man. Yeah. Rad question. What a cool question. But I can't think of someone verbally asking, <laughs> so I don't have an answer to this question. This is so interesting because I thought about this right when he sent it, and I was like, wow, I have not been asked by many people for consent. Yeah, no. I mean, asked, like, literally, like, yeah. do you want to? Right. I mean, I feel like I'm very vocal about what I want yeah. and when I want it. Oh, there was two instances where I did it once, actually. I went on a first date with a guy mm -hmm. and we had we had a lot of fun. But like, I felt like he wasn't really making a full move, you know, and I was like, I I'm I'm curious, you know, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I would like to kiss him. So we went outside of the bar, like on our way home. And I called a cab and then I looked at him and he kind of like looked at me and I'm like, are you going to kiss me now? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm going to kiss you now. I so it that. was like this. And it was like in that moment, like so cute and sexy. Right. Just getting so I think in the, you, yeah, opening the door for him. Exactly. And I was like, you want to, you can kiss me now, basically. <laughs> but I think you can do it the other way around too, you know? Yeah, yeah. As a guy, you could be like, can I kiss you now? Yeah. No, I love that. And I think when you say that with like a smile and like, Oh, yeah, it melts a girl's heart for sure. And that girl is just going to be like, fucking hey, do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I you know, it. I mean, I think later on asking for consent, right? When it's about like sex, I think for me, talking in bed is already sexy. Mm-hmm. So if somebody touches me and it's like, hey, listen, like you're making out or whatever and you're at somebody's place, you could still be like, would you would you like to go to bed? Even yeah, though yeah. is that is that already of consent enough? Like, are we talking like consent consent where somebody has to be like, yes, I am ready for intercourse? No, no, you don't need. I mean, that's obviously not that sexy, but right because because for me, like, if I if somebody is like, hey, you want to go to the bedroom? Yeah, I can say no or yes, right? right? Yeah, that's a form of asking for consent for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I actually had a guy. Um, say this to me last week. (laughs) He said to me, we're already making out and we know each other a little bit, but he said to me, he's like, Hey, I'd love to be, we're outside, like in the bar. Mm -hmm. He's like, I would love to be naked with you right now. Do you want that? (laughs) And that was kind of sexy. I was like, yeah, that'd be be fucking like fucking lovely. I'd love to be naked with you too. You know, see, you, you have, you have answers for this. Those are sexy ways of being asked consent. I think so. Yeah, I think totally. so. You just like make make it like a little flirty. Yeah, exactly. Ask. Yeah. You don't can need I to straight you? up say like, hey, can I enter you now? Like, no. But I mean, I ask for consent for anal play. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of just go guys, for it. I'm like, <laughs> I, before I put my finger in this, but most of the time I'm like, do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Totally. For and sure. Then, Normally you can already tell because if your finger's already there and he's not like freaking out, rad, yeah, freaking yeah. out, you already know that he likes it. But I ask anyways because I'm like, do you do you want that? Yeah, because not everyone does. I'll I'll think of a few more sexy ways to ask for consent because I think that's a a great question. Yeah, I agree. Really great question. I love it. Definitely be flirty and just that is just always going to be sexy if you're just like, hey, I really enjoy my time with you. Would you want to be more intimate, you know, with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's 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 nice when people ask, and uh, yeah, no, that will yeah. maybe even put you more in the mood. Totally. Yeah. <gasps> it could even be like kind of dirty talky, right? Kind of dirty talky, you know. It could be like, I would love to put a finger inside of you. Would you like that? You know, I would be <laughs> full and turn on and like, oh, ah, totally. Please, uh, yeah, do that now. <laughs> Just it's, it's a way of admitting desire, and it's yeah, that's sexy. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna teach sexy consent next yes, week. Yes, <laughs> do it. Oh, all right, you guys, it was so lovely to have Pussy Church today. Yeah, thank you for joining us. We hope you have a really sexy week ahead of you, some sexy consent. <laughs> <laughs> What else was sexy what we talked about today? We talked about crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have fun on OnlyFans. (laughs) Be wild. Be free. (laughs) All right. Anyways. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. And make sure to check out my quarantine show, Pillow Talk, where I chat with my favorite erotic creators and play truth or dare with them. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday. <laughs>